evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is OT with Mons and Moose. I'm Mons. I am Moose. And I'm back from Nashville. Let's go, baby. <laughs> and Nashville lived up to the hype. Oh, <laughs> you were just telling me the story of how your boys almost got to a scrap with 12 people. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> he ran down the whole lineup and... They had, like, maybe, like, three and a half good people against 12. Yeah, I was like, what are we doing, guys? What's happening here? <laughs> they had so, a couple crutches, but... Yeah, no, they had a couple cr- crutches, you know, shove it up one of a, one of their asses. Maybe that would have helped. I don't know. We went to Coyote Ugly. Not worth that hype. Coyote Ugly kind of sucked. I feel like the movies and shit hyped that up. Yeah, I mean, not the men. They were creepy as fuck, Of too. course they yeah. were. Come like, on. You guys are weird, bro. Of course. It was like... It's like people have never seen women dance on a ball. Like, I don't know, like... Sometimes when you watch a man react the way to like a woman, I'm like, "What is wrong with you?" Because <laughs> we're filthy creatures, man. Yeah, but and then I look at them, I'm like, "I, you know what? I'm not that bad. Not that bad. I'm normal, actually. I'm okay." Well, because you don't make it obvious. That's what other guys do. They they go well, yeah. and they they but like stuff. If you had a woman on on a bar and she's dancing, and she's in a, you know nice skirt and sure. I'm like I'm like great like she's not, you know. Great, your nice look at that's awesome. I'm like, but I'm not gonna go bazooka and fucking uh, 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 yeah. like you know, fucking my heart's beating like a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> we I'm not sitting here screaming, take off your bra. Yeah. Well, you're not desperate and or drunk. That's yeah, what was, most people I was are. A little buzz. I was a little buzz that time. It's the same thing with like strip clubs, man. I can't get behind a strip club. I mean, it's not my personal thing. I understand, obviously. Sure. You know, people want to go, and, you know, I don't judge, you know, you want to go, you go. Yeah. I just, nah, it's just not my taste. It's just not my it's thing. It's very, I feel very out of place if I go to a strip club. Oh, I'd probably feel very out of place. It's very awkward. I would sit in the in the fucking back and be like, I'm done. <laughs> I got called boring at a strip club once. <laughs> oh, you went to a strip club? Yeah. Oh. I went up to Toronto a couple years ago with my cousin, and um, we went to a Maple Leafs game. Yes. I'm like, screw it, I'm just going to bring my my devil jersey, I'm just going to wear it in, in Maple Leaf territory. So I'm like, alright, fine. So I went there, went to the game, and then my uncle and a bunch of his like business partners, they went to the strip club, which I'm like, I really don't want to go to a strip club right now. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting here, jeans, devil jersey on, Yeah. going to a strip club. <laughs> Dude, I, I walk into the strip club, never been more out of place in my entire life. I believe it. So I'm standing there with my cousin... And the strip, like, I'm talking to him. And the stripper comes over. My cousin then walks away from me <laughs> and leaves me with this stripper. And she starts t- pulling me to the fucking back. I'm like, okay, well, something's about to fucking happen here. Yeah, what happens <laughs> at stripper club. And I'm like, yeah, I got no money. <laughs> I got no fucking money on me. She's like, oh, you're just boring. And then she walked away from me. <laughs> I have to agree with her. You're boring. <laughs> what did you, first of all, I would feel so uncomfortable with that. Well, maybe she just looked at you, and it's not a good thing to say. Maybe she just looked at you and were like, yeah, you look like a candidate that needs a lap dance. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. But We're like, I've got five singles. Yeah. What can you do with five singles? <laughs> what are we doing? Dude, I don't know. I'm just out of place there. I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to go to another strip club. Yeah. I think it's a waste of money, personally, too. Oh, I think so. You blow a lot of fucking money. Yeah, I'm like, I'm good. You could blow a lot of fucking money. And it was funny. I had, like, eight singles in my in my wallet. I didn't realize it. <laughs> you just fucking I could. I really could have started, like, if I went. I Make it rain. Like, here. Here. <laughs> but I just, like. But here, do me a favor. Put this there, because I'm not going to do it. Cause I I'm can't. Married. I'm married. <laughs> so you hey, do look, it. I'm married. I, every need, every time I had a drink in my this. hand, I had it like this, <laughs> with the ring showing. Oh, okay. It's like. There was one. There was one point where like there was a girl next to me. Oh, is that Kaidi Ugly? She's like next to me and she's like dancing with her friends, but she's kind of like hitting me a little bit. Oh, she's brushing up on you. And I'm like, you need to leave me alone. <laughs> I was like, get away from me. And I saw an <laughs> opening next to Mike, and I just fucking I went over and I was like, get me away from these icky girls. <laughs> they got fucking cooties. <laughs> they got cooties, bro. It, I I, th- I think it was part of another bachelorette party. So because I think she had the cat the, the bachelorette shirt on and everything. <laughs> I was like, I'm not about this life. So many bachelorette parties down there. So 30, many. Thirty year old John just sitting next to a girl, just ew. Ew. Be like, hey, hey, don't touch me. Stop fucking touching me. This is unwarranted contact. Oh my god, Leave I me. do not approve. I'm not approving. Just give me music. I just want to hear consent. music. I just want to listen and sing and dance to music. Just leave me the fuck alone. Oh, man. That's what we're doing. We're dancing and singing music. Oh, fuck A me. lot of very talented artists down there. Well, yeah. I mean, 
you'll usually have that. A lot of live bands are good. Yeah, they were they were very good. Yeah. A lot of them. Um, and the, the first place that we went to, it was they they were they were doing it. They were doing it up. Um, they played all small things. Feel like a woman. Um, Mr. Brightside. And then um, the whole place was probably going crazy. Oh, it was nuts. Boys and and, and yeah. women. We're all. Everyone was. Everybody was vibing. That that was the whole yeah. like term. Everybody was just vibing, and that was the best part. Older, younger, everybody was vibing. Um, and then like one of the surprises, because I've heard the rock version, you've heard the rock version. They played Lollipop oh, okay. by Lil Wayne, and it was you know it was kind of like the more rock version of it. And they were like, "Bro, this is sick." <laughs> And I was like, yeah, bro. Yeah. I was like. It's fucking rad. I was like, it's fucking rad. No. As the kids would say, it's gas. Oh, my God. That's gas. So it's I just gas. It's lit. It's fire. Oh, bro, shut the fuck up. Okay, first off, I've said lit and fire for a while now. So you shut the fuck <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, but it still sucks, though. You suck. That's why. You're boring. No. That's why. You're boring. You're mid. You're so mid. Man. Oh, my God. You're fucking mid. I'm mid, bro. You're so fucking mid. <laughs> Stupid! It's so dumb. And Nicole was like, "You've been hanging out with too many younger kids." I was like, "No, stop being mid right now." All right, Nashville was fucking gas. Nashville was straight up gas, son. You don't get it. We were out there singing, dancing. I was like, "You're just jealous you weren't there." This shit is lit. This shit was gas. <laughs> fucking. You gotta crap. stop saying it. Nah, it dude. Doesn't make it sound any cooler. Yeah, it's cool as fuck, dude. <laughs> No, it's not. Because you're boring. Because <laughs> you're boring. You and your Belichick fucking hoodies. Oh, suck my ass, you're bro. You're a fucking loser, bro. Oh, man. This guy. Holy shit. I'll tell you what I'm happy about. <clears throat> fucking another Boston team gets out, gets eliminated. Oh, my I'm God. I'm all what about a, that life. What a choke I'm job. I'm all about that life, what sir. A, what a choke job that was. Jesus Christ. Fucking losers. Dude. Fucking losers. <laughs> so, if you guys don't know... The greatest regular season team in NHL history this past season was the Boston Bruins, and they lost to the second wildcard team in Florida in the first round in Game 7. And that's what makes playoffs so fun. It is. It's the a lot unpre- of fucking the un- fun. The unpredictability. Yeah. If you have a dog in the fight, then you get your heart starts going more. No, oh, absolutely. But if you don't have a dog in the fight, it's just it's the best playoff atmosphere and I think, all of the sports. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Like, now, now, now I get to throw my cards into one hat, so we're good. Well, I mean... My team got eliminated. Winnipeg got eliminated. They got the shit plowed right into their fucking asses deep. Dude, after game one, they, they, they fell apart. They shit the bed. I don't know where they went, because they looked so good in game one. The, and, but but even when they when they were down like 4-1 or 4 nothing and came back to lose in overtime, yeah. at least they, they showed that dog. Right. And then that dog left. Oh, yeah. That dog got put down. Got put down, went home. <laughs> See ya. I said, "Oh, well, that was that was fun. Thank you." <laughs> but now I got I only got one dog in the fight. <clears throat> the only true dog in the fight. Well, Patrick Elias. All right. Great devil. <laughs> Great devil. Uh, yeah, Devils beat the Rangers last night. Devils beat the Rangers. Game seven. It happened. It did. You didn't really just beat them, did you? We last night we t- we torched them. You it torched wasn't even ass. close. You uh, did. Yeah, we were literally just blown by them. You you were pissed off about game six. Yeah, very much so. Redemption. Yeah. And it's um it's good to see how far this team has come mm-hmm. with how young they are. Yeah. But last night proved that they're they're ready. They're ready to win. Um everyone was saying like, oh, they're too young to win. The Rangers just have too much experience. Their top six is just dominant. They're so much better. They went out, got Tarasenko and, and Kane. I'm like, Okay, they did nothing in the series. Yeah. They really didn't do anything. Like their top, like Kreider was their their top guy, but he was just scoring power play goals. That's all they were doing. Yeah. And I said the last podcast that we did when we talked about it, the Rangers can't hang with Devils five on five. They haven't been able to do it all year. So why was that going to change in the playoffs? And it, it was true. They couldn't yeah. hang with us. We're now was it just beat you too fast? We're this team is insanely fast. Yeah. They, they can't they can't keep up with us. Yeah. And it was insane because I was watching Game Six. And you can kind of start seeing the cracks form with the officiating. I'm like, they're going to do this shit. I'm like, I know they're going to do it. And I don't like blaming shit on the refs. Yeah. But it was very blatant that they wanted to hand the Rangers all the momentum in Game 6. At MSG, national television, they're like, okay, we need to get this team back in a position where they can win. Because, look, 
you have the Rangers in or you have the Devils in, right? Yeah. The Rangers are going to be the bigger draw just because of New York. Yes. And their fan base is probably bigger just because they're an original six team. Yeah. And they've been more relevant than the Devils have. No, yeah. It's understandable. John, I've never seen officiating so one-sided in my entire life. Yeah. It was that bad. There was just high sticks, interferences, fucking cross. It's all across the board, and these refs are looking right at it, and they're like, nope, it's all good. It was happening last night, too. I'm like, this is the shit that's going to happen. Yeah. They, they handed them three fucking power plays in the first period last night. I'm like, this is how this series is going to go. But, I mean, we just outplayed them. Granted, the first period, there was no scoring. Yeah. We were all over them. Yeah. Then the second period came, we scored twice. Didn't It wasn't really a dagger yet because they came out in the third and they were kind of buzzing around a little bit and the Devils kind of shelled up. I'm like, you don't do this shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we no, can't be doing yeah. this. You got to come out. So. Yeah. But then the rest of the period, we were just, we scored on a two-on-one with about six minutes left, left which really daggered them. Then yeah. it was over from there. But they did, the Rangers didn't deserve to win that series or that game. Yeah. And it proves that, yeah, you can go out and trade for superstars and everything, but you need an actual team to win a yeah. cup. I mean, you can't blame them. They... No, they, they did the right things. And look, yeah. you went out, you signed Patrick Kane, which he's a superstar. Granted, he's not what he was, Yeah. but he made this whole public stink about wanting to go to New York and all this shit. Dude, was, he was a ghost. Yeah. I think he had one goal in the whole fucking series. Panarin did nothing. Yeah. Like, their top guys... Just didn't do anything. Disappeared. And it's just like, is that a testament to them just disappearing or the Devils defense just playing them really well? And it's a testament to both. Yeah. So it's like, why not? But five on five, they weren't going to beat us. Now who do you go against? We go against Carolina. You beat them, right? Yeah. We only finished one point behind them. There you go. Yeah. Well, I know I know a lot of Knicks fans are super stoked. A lot of people already have the Knicks going to Easter Conference Finals. Well, they dropped game one. I know. And that was like, wait, what? Yeah. I, I listen. I, like I said, I was hanging out with a lot of basketball fans, so you know, I was listening to them. A lot of, and a lot of them, like, they know their shit. Yeah. Like they're like legit basketball fans. So like when they, you know, when when they talk, I actually I'll listen and go, oh well, you know, they got it. They they know their shit. I I respect yeah. well, what I mean, they say. They, so they pl- well, Keith is just an animal. He plays it and he watches it. And yeah. And everything. So I'm sure all of them fucking play it. Yeah. No. So, so they, they all really watch and really know what the fuck they're talking. So when they talk about it, I'm like, okay. And listen, I don't hate the Knicks. I never did. Yeah. I don't hate the Knicks or the Nets. I listen. One of you got to do it. If I, if I had to be a basketball fan, I would be a Knicks fan. Mm. I would. Just, it's just the area that we live in. We get it. It's understandable. And it's just like. I had a Latrell Sprewell jersey growing up. That's what's up. <laughs> That's my guy. That's what's up. But it's just like I don't, I don't care enough about it. But like the garden is bumping when the Knicks are playing right now. Oh yeah. Again, I don't know if I said it in the other podcast, but games four and five at the garden. No, three and four at the garden. For the, oh yeah, yeah. For they were, you said they were quiet. It was a funeral yeah. in there. It was dead quiet. Which is I'm like, like what the fuck? I'm like, I've never heard this from an MSG playoff crowd ever. Yeah. They were winning game three. And it was silent. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. That's just all corporate shit. That's why I feel bad for some Ranger fans is because they can't even go and see their team play. Like, let alone ticket prices. You're sit- You're paying $700 for nosebleed seats. Like, why yeah. the f- I have a front row seat in my fucking house. Why well, would I, I even do that? I, I even heard, like, you know, the tickets at Prudential were a lot, like, better. Well, yeah. And, they, and I always said, I go, well, that's the one thing I will say about Prudential. Prudential is that, like... There's really not a bad seat in the house at Prudential. No, and and it's it's an it's a fun game to go watch. It's simple. It's yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's easy when you don't hate the team. So exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. When I go, I'm like, I don't hate this team, so I don't give they, a shit. They they just flood our stadium because they can't go to their own. Understandable. Yeah. It's understandable. I get it. Um, I think I think I would pay a little bit of money because I can get like a good seat for the exactly. Devils. Like I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna pay why because I want to get fed. Yeah. Like, the same price, like, if you look at, like, $200 seats for Prudential, 200 for MSG, significantly different. Oh, I believe that. And look, not for nothing, like I said, the, the Devils haven't been relevant in a very long no, time. No, and so. MSG is MSG. Exactly. I mean, I'm not taking that away. And that, that rink was just bad. Yeah. There was just people falling over. The, the puck was just flying everywhere. It, it was a bad, bad experience at MSG. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? You, t- you took care of your home rink. You got to Game 5, you won it, and you went to Game 7, you won it at home. After getting yeah. really 
really your ass whooped on home ice games one and two. Yeah, but and that was the weird thing about the series was that they sh- they showed signs of inexperience. Yes, and they game, showed signs of uh, game what one. The fuck is this game one? I knew it was going to happen just because you could see those kids are going to be overwhelmed a little bit. It's rightfully so. Game two was the same thing. And you were like, I need you to wake up now. Like now you're going on the road where there's no fucking pressure. Yeah. Honestly, you're going to enemy territory where you're. I think you're the second best road team in the league. Yeah. You went in there, you got a big win in overtime. Then you beat them game four. You came home, and you you really did the same thing that you did in game five in game seven. Yeah. You just demolished them. They didn't have a chance. Game six, you go back to their place. They win, obviously, and then we go back home. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, I don't know if this series plays out differently if some of their stars show up. Because, like I said, they were non-existent. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, if you get, like, a Tarasenko or, or Kane to it, actually show up a little exactly. bit, all of a sudden you're like, oh, no. And it's just like, what does that team do now? Like, do they start gutting people now? Because it's like, yeah, you're a good team, but there's a lot of, like, developmental problems with the Rangers. Uh-huh. They can't develop Kako, and they can't develop Lafreniere. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I almost forgot about Lafreniere. Yeah. yeah. He, he had no points. He did nothing. He didn't even have a point. It's bad. His bright spot was that he his plus minus was a zero. That's how bad it was. Well, that's not good. So it's like was he on like the third line? Yeah, he's on the kid line with, with Kako and um, I don't know if he was on the line with, with Heedle or Trocheck. I don't know. So but, why can't they develop him? I don't know. Oh, like, I thought if you, I thought you like were like well this is what they've been doing and it's not working. Here. Well, again I don't I can't sit here and claim I watch every single Ranger game. Yeah, because I think I. I just I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I would have to ask our our friend Mike about it. But like their top six is so stacked that those kids can't break into like break in there. Like they can't, especially now with Tarasenko and Kane. Yeah, which like, I, uh, again I don't know if they're gonna hang around. I could see them keeping Kane. Wasn't Tarasenko like nasty at some point? Is he yeah. not that nasty anymore? He played better than Kane did. No, but I'm saying like the fact that he was up for grabs. I don't know what they traded for him. I think he wanted out of St. Louis. Oh, okay. Because St. Louis wasn't doing very well. Well, because he won one with them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. He was on the cover and everything. Yep. Yeah. And Kane, Kane wanting to go to the Rangers was a, was a thing in like it was ready to go for a couple years. Yeah. Um, but they finally did it. I think they gave up like a first and a second for both of them. No, no, no I'm sorry. Collectively, not. Oh uh, well, okay. I mean, but that's expected though. Yeah. I but I mean, I if you give that. up that much. You expect them to actually do something. No, absolutely. The only problem is the first round pick, like after in, like in hockey after is, like the tenth is like it's yeah. like basketball. It's pretty much anything. Yeah, it's like who gives a shit. Exactly, because chances are you're not being called up for a little while. Yeah, that kid's probably gonna go back to college. He's gonna finish his college out. Maybe go in the minors for a year or two, and then he'll be up. Exactly. But I don't know why they can't develop their young guys. Because they were such high picks. They are. Well, Such Lafreniere was one, and Kaka was two. Mm-hmm. And people wanted to sit there and say Kaka was better than Jack Hughes coming out. I'm like, dude, no. Because they kept saying, oh, well, Kaka was playing tournaments with, with grown men and shit like that, and, Zach, and Jack was playing with kids. I'm like, dude, skill is fucking skill. Yeah, no. Well, I, I thought they said Kaka was going to be, like, more NHL now ready yeah. than Hughes. Because, I mean, I remember the first time, I remember first seeing Hughes, and I was like, that guy's small, bro. He's a small kid. <laughs> it's like, he's, God. he's 21. But, like, I get, it, like, speed. Like, you know, when they're like, well, you got to Speed ca-. fucking kills, Like, man. they're like, well, you got to catch him. I'm like, yes, you got to catch him, but it also he's got to be skilled. Yeah. You can't just, oh, I can fly. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. But, you, but you, you've you got, you know, 15 assists and 10 goals on the season. What the, why do I care? Yeah. Could. Fly all you want, little <laughs> birdie. Like, I don't give a shit. But when he has over 40, then it's just like. No, that's what I'm saying. you got to have the skill yeah. also. You know, so it's 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 good to see that he's starting to. He's really show. starting to develop, yeah, and he's got good like veteran players around him to kind of slow him down a little bit when he gets a little like he was jittery last night. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, somebody just calm him down a little bit. Yeah. So. We, it, it's it's funny just watching sports. You see it like you just like in football. How many times does that happen? Exactly. How many times does it happen where we're like, oh, you see that quarterback? You're like, he's got the happy feet. You need to slow relax. it down. Relax. Throw a couple checkdowns first. Exactly. Get yourself get into a rhythm. Yeah. And you're good to go. And then you'll and you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be okay. They all begin that way. Everybody yep. begins yep. as a rookie, right? Nobody's born with with playoff knowledge. Exactly. Now, now that you've got it, 
Exactly. Yep. You can develop it. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. But. Exactly. And look, there's nothing bigger than a game seven in the playoffs. No, there simply is not. <laughs> so it's <laughs> there like simply is not. It, it's great experience to get, and they move to Carolina, which I think they, I do think that they could beat them. I really yeah. do. And Toronto on the other side finally won a playoff series in 19 years. Poor them. <laughs> That's insane. For a team that good. I was going to say, they're stacked, too. Yeah. Stacked. 19 years it took them to get out of the first round. Did the Oilers make it through? Yep. They beat the Kings. We were, they were that was a good series, too. We were talking about that, too. Everyone was like, Connor McDavid is that guy, though. He, he is. He is. He's he the really best player is. on the planet. He's really that guy. He is. Like Because, you, uh, I, you know, like I said, I've watched a couple of his highlights, and they're gross. That one goal by Boston, though, the other night, on the top ten, did you see that? Which one? It was literally, like, through the legs, and it... Oh, yeah, yeah. That was gross. Dude. That's fucking disgusting. I, I, I fucking hate when, like, ESPN or SportsCenter, they post something on Twitter or Instagram, and you go to the comments, oh, hockey's not a sport, it's not a sport. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. It's just funny, because I remember we used to get so mad about that when we were younger. Now I'm like, I don't even read comments anymore. I'm like, dude, like, okay, then you go out and play fucking hockey. Go get on skates. All day. And go fucking play. All and day. you tell me it's not a sport. All day. <laughs> Colin White says, go to sleep. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Colin White. Colin White says, go to sleep. But uh, but that's how you build your team is through the draft. You have to. That's how you got to do it. And, of course, we had the draft this weekend. We did. Might I say I was bored with my draft. It was. You know what it was? It was a boring draft class, yeah. to be honest. Like, outside of the, the top ten, you can say, it's really a crapshoot of who's going where. Pretty much, for the most part, you know. It wasn't ne- um, like you were going to make your money in the second and third rounds, honestly. That's where the value was. Yeah, no, if you basically day two and day three, you pick. Yeah. You pick winners there. Of course. Now we're talking. Yeah, because the value is pretty much the same yeah. after the first round. So, like, you had valuable players falling into the second round. Yeah. But teams like Philadelphia, Ugh. Pittsburgh. Shut up. Like,. Those are two teams that, like, and Arizona, too. They won the draft this year. Yeah, fuck goddamn Philadelphia. <laughs> dude. When we when we saw their first two f- picks in the first round, I was like, well, it's like why, me and Mike were like, we're about to get bent the fuck over with this defense. I was like, I, I don't know, dude. Their said, defensive front is, is, do, is, is gross, scary. and it's so big. Yeah. They're they, so they, big. They took the chance on Jalen Carter, which, look, you got. I don't think that was a chance, though, either. Like, no, I, no, no, see, no. I th- like, what's funny was, like, when people are like, there's a little skill. I mean, all right, so everything that has happened, too. There's a lot of red flags there, to be honest. Yes, but his talent is so fucking high. Exactly. Like, in most people's, like, power rankings, I guess you could say, he was, like, their top guy. Yeah. And it's just Forever. like... Forever. And if you're concerned with the off-the-field stuff, just think that you have his ex-teammates on that team. Yeah. You have people like a Fletcher Cox there that can really yep. help him. And then they go out and draft... Nolan Smith as well. It's just like Fuck. they're they're rebuilding that Georgia defense. Yeah, that was so good. And it's just like I know a lot of people wanted the Cowboys to go get Nolan Smith I'm like, when dude. he fell to us. I was like, I was like that. I see. I get it because the kid could fly. And yeah, he's, he's he's talented. But if I can run up the middle on you, it ain't gonna matter. Exactly. That shit ain't gonna matter. And I and I, I, one of the biggest important things that we found out, figured out for this draft was that Will's got some babes around him, bro. Good God. Good golly O'Malley. I, I mean, I, I do believe, actually, I, I wouldn't be surprised if two of them was his sisters. Because <laughs> because his mother was there, too. Right. And they're all blonde. I was like, they look like they're related. Yeah. And then there was the other one. I was like, bro, this is okay. I was like, I go, they all sat there. I go, that girl was pissed. He was the quarterback that was going to fall. And everyone knew it. Yeah. Everyone because knew Because before the draft, when you hear this dude is, oh, now he's, First overall to go to to um, Carolina. Nope, he's going to go to Arizona. No, he's going to go Texans. I'm like, that's saying something somewhere that this kid is not. Somebody's trying to put a smoke somewhere. Yeah. For this kid, because it's like other teams are going to look into him. Like, okay, is this kid actually really that good that we need to pick him? Nah, he fell right to the second. Yeah. Fell the second round. It's first pick in the second round. He was gonna. He was gonna go. He was scheduled to go in the top five. Yeah. And when we saw the quarterbacks just go yeah. like that, I was like, oh, okay. But they, I mean, they all went to the teams that you were like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. You really were like, yeah, no shit. There was really no surprise there. No. The, and o- the only surprise was that 
Houston came up to number three. <laughs> I get it. You went and got your guys. Yes. I respect that. Yeah. I can respect that. I just think you had to give up a lot. And if I'm Arizona, I'm chi- I'm so chilling. Exactly. And then got back up to six real quick, no problem. And they got their guy. And got their guy still and didn't have to give up too much. That's easy picking. Yeah. That's easy money. They got their they got Houston's first round pick next year. Yep. And do you think that Bryce It's gonna be that great? Exactly. So. Do you think Stroud and and um Jesus Christ I can't remember and Will Anderson are really gonna Go be that, that much off? of a, are, are really gonna win you that many games? Probably not. If I'm Arizona, I'm like, okay. I have my quarterback. Yeah. Which Kyler again, I I think they move on from him. I think it's gonna be a bit. You it's, think he's you think he's gonna stick around? Yeah. Well, he's got, he's got the ACL, so it's gonna it's gonna depend on on how he performs, how they perform, how things pan out. But they are trying to build around him, so. Okay, so if they get the they're number, doing what they're if they get the number one pick next year, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be that Caleb Caleb Williams yeah. from USC. You don't think they think about it? Oh, you I think you have to. It's just how can how do I move on from your money? True, because that's that's the biggest issue. But 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 I can say this: everybody wants that Caleb kid. Well, there's also Drake May coming out too. So nobody cares about him. It's all about no, this. no. I know, but this he, Caleb kid I, is supposed to be Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> That's what I just heard. Yeah, he's the next Mahomes. He's the next big thing. So if I don't need a quarterback, but I got the first overall pick, I'm oh my god. We I ransom. Want, I want your franchise. It's a ransom <laughs> because of who's coming out now. Exactly. If it was like a really good quarterback, but not yeah, it's not gonna be as much for ransom. Oh, exactly. So, if they were to have the first, I don't think they're going to be that bad, per se. I don't think they're going to be great. No, I, I, I think they could be. I don't in, think they're going to be number one. No, I don't think so either. I think I think Houston may be back to number one, potentially. I can see it. Potentially, but I I do think Arizona will probably be in the top five. If I had to guess, I could see it. Depends on how much they crumble. Exactly. Definitely depends on how much they crumble. Like one of the bigger question marks I've really honestly had was uh, Atlanta going Bijan. Which I mean, don't get me wrong. I was okay with the Eagles not getting him, but yeah. then they—I mean, they got—they got Swift, but he don't do it for me. He's not coachable. He's injury prone too. He's not coachable. Yeah. So whatever, you got a, a potential guy, and he's a lot cheaper than Henry. So exactly. But for Atlanta, I, I just—I didn't get it because I get like you have three solid weapons now, one tight end, one what, but you got to have that guy. Exactly. Unless I guess I guess they figure this season we're going to commit. To what's his face? Desmond Ritter. Yeah, sure. If we bu- if we give him weapons, we build around him properly. Let's see. Let's see if he can improve. And if exactly. he can't, then we know we need to go get our guy. Yeah, but I mean, the the one team that actually really confused me was Detroit. Yeah, Th- they took that Gibbs kid, which was very odd. I didn't even. It was twelfth, right? Yeah, twelfth pick. Yeah, I didn't, I'm just like Jameer Gibbs. I'm like. What the fuck? I'm like. That was a bit of a reach. If you wanted to, you could have traded back and just taken him then, because I don't. Yeah. I don't know how far he was gonna fall. Probably pretty far. I'm. I'm sure you probably could have got him at the end of the first. Towards the end. Well, I know. I know people were linking him potentially to the boys. Well, just we because had he's a good tight, back. We had three tight ends fucking linked to us. Yeah. Which I. I almost thought for sure we were going tight end. And then they took. Um, they took Sam Laporta in the second, which again was another head scratcher because Michael Mayer was sitting on the board. I, well, I, from what I've heard, Laporta is a deep threat because apparently the Cowboys love that kid. Dude, every like Michael Mayer was like, well, he was top. He was either number one or number two on everyone's fucking big board. Yeah, and so you see who they like, compared him to? Jason Witten. Well, there you go. I was like, y'all need to watch out. Okay, <laughs> relax there. Relax there, son. And it's just like, why would you do that? Why would you take Sam Laporta and not Michael Mayer? I mean, I get, I get what you guys are trying to do. I mean, well, like I said, like from what, from what I've heard, seen, was that he's a deep threat, and that he can stretch the field more, sure, than Michael can. But I think Michael is more sure-handed. So I, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you want to run because they needed a tight end. No, yeah, absolutely. But do, do you need a deep threat tight end? That's why you have receivers. Uh, Greg Kittle and Travis Kelsey. I mean, you can't tell me that they don't no, yeah, but they're make th- their offense that great. They're threats, but they're not They're not down the field. Like, uh, Greg down Kittle the field. is. Greg Kittle goes down the field. Sure, but they make their money. They make their money in the red zone. In the red zone and, but like. that's all tight ends. From, like, 7 to 10, and then, then they go. You know, like. Yeah, no, I get it. So it's like, I would have taken Michael Mayer. 
personally. But again, I heard he was so great that kid. So exactly, for most of the offseason, he was like the number one tight end. Yeah. So it's just like, why now all of a sudden? They, I think Detroit got a little. They tried to get a little too fancy. A little too cute. So I'm like, I don't understand it. Yeah. I really didn't. That's understandable. And then you have fucking Green Bay taking Lucas Van Ness at 13. Yeah. Which I'm like, I, I want to know if that was a big part of that Rodgers trade. It was that pick swap. Because it cost the Jets a lineman. Yes. Yes. Because did. Van Ness probably would have been there at 15. Yeah. And Broderick Jones was the last big offensive tackle on the board. And he would have been there at 13 for and you. And he was going to be there. And, of course, leave it to the fucking Patriots to be the scumbags that they fucking are. They fucked you. To trade back with fucking Pittsburgh. They to take fucked him. you. I'm just like, dude, I want to know how much of a factor that was in the trade. I don't know. Because it, it wasn't necessary. Yeah. It really wasn't necessary. And it cost you a lineman. Now, from what I'm hearing, that even if Broderick Jones was available, that the Jets probably weren't going to take him. I think they, all, they always always say that. Yeah. They pivot to like, oh, no, we got our guy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, then who's the fucking guy I'll then? T- I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what it cost you. Cost you Aaron Rodgers. You wanted no. Aaron Rodgers? This what's this? No, is and, the, and you this know what? The price you're paying. And you know what? It's fine because I still I didn't mind our draft. the The Will McDonald at 15 was a little head scratching <laughs> to me. Yeah. Because I didn't really hear a lot from him. I know he was pretty good. He's a bendy speed rusher. He was he was linked to the to the boys as well, potentially at 26. So I'm like, so when I saw him at 15, I was like, oh. You reached a little bit. Ooh. But when you look in the context of things, like, you're not going to have Huff next year. Carl Lawson's probably going to be gone. Yeah. So you need to start fortifying your edge a little bit. Now, I would have liked you to take offensive tackle, but there was none available. And you weren't going to reach and, for one. Yeah, yeah. You might as well not. So. So. And then who did you take in the second round? We took Michael Tittman, the center. The se- oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. So I'm like. That's good. Oh, that's right. From Wisconsin. Correct. That's right. Because I know about Wisconsin centers very much. <laughs> and I looked at Jake and I was like, you're in good hands. He was like, what? I was like, Wisconsin centers. They all do great. Trust me on that. So, I was happy with the Tittman pick. Because it was either be. him or John Michael Schmitz. Which you should be. I, I was. Because they need a center. Yeah. And those two were the top two centers in the draft. I thought they were going to take... John Michael Schmitz, just because I think they they met with him like three or four times. Yeah. And I heard that he was their guy. So I'm like, okay, so second round, I'm like, okay, that's our guy. He's still there. Let's go. They took Michael Tittman. I'm like, all right, you know what? That's fine. He's number two. Big motherfucker, too. I think he's, I think he's like 6'6". Six, six. That's a big-ass center. Dude, I'm like... That's a... I think he, usually I, centers I, are... Well, usually, I think he's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, like 3'13", I think. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know that they really like him that tall. So I'm like, dude, if him and Beckton are on the same fucking line together, yeah. God damn. Yeah. Well, what's um, they didn't pick up his option, right? Nope. Which uh, you can't. No. You can't pick up the no, option just because he's it. hurt. I get it. I get it. Yeah, he's six six. Yeah. Jesus. He's a big motherfucker, oh my man. God. But he's from Wisconsin, and they they make great centers. They make the best centers. They just win. Super athletic in this that's, draft. That's what I expect you to start looking like this season. <laughs> well, yeah. first of all, I can't grow a mullet, and I most certainly can't grow a beard. Yeah, that's true. You can't. <laughs> You're shot, bro. I don't have good hair, honestly. I mean, on top of my head, my head, the, the hair on my head is not bad. Yeah. But just facial hair, not Facial hair, you're, you're a joke. <laughs> okay. That's not nice. You're a joke, bro. But no, they, they went very high on the athletic, like the, the RAS... Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. Like, the the tight end that we took in the last round, his name is Zach Kuntz. Zach Kuntz. It's spelled K-U-N-T-Z, so everybody was saying Kuntz. Zach Kuntz. (laughs) But he has, like, a a score of, like, a a 10 out of 10. And, like, everybody was, like, in the nines. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Really? Yeah. It was fucking insane. Okay. So I'm like, this draft, again, you're not going to rival last year's draft. No, probably not. One, you don't have that many picks. Two, this cl- this draft class is not stacked like that one was. No, not from what I've heard. And B, like, you got to kind of just pick what you got here. Yeah. And, and it was a big depth draft for the Jets. Yeah. Well, because like, you're building around and making sure you got what you need, who exactly. you need. 
because if God to forbid, make this run with if Rogers, God forbid yeah. anything happens to that offensive line again, let's be honest, last year was very like you don't see that very often. No, how, how decimated no, they were. No. I, I've never seen that. You're on like your sixth left tackle. Exactly. So it's so. like, like what do you want Joe Douglas to fucking do here? Yeah, this dude is like. Picking up people from, like, fucking Walmart and shit. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, there was a chance that he was going to call me, and I was going to play. <laughs> this is, And that's what we wanted to say. We wanted to say, I got this, bro. <laughs> I'll step on that field. I'll tear my fucking ACL. It's over. You're like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I got to play. But, no, it was a good depth draft for the Jets with a couple of starters. Yeah. Like, Will McDonald will see the field in a rotational role. I think Tittman actually wins the center job in camp. I don't think I don't think you can have enough pass rush, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I and especially just, how I really the Jets are, they they rotate their pieces in and out all the time. Yeah, like we saw it last year when the Jets beat the Bills with with Huff coming off the edge. Like yes. when you have when you have that much explosiveness off the edge that late in the game, yeah, it's a game changer. No, you and you need it. Yeah, and there's this Will McDonald kid. He's super bendy. He's super fast. and you like, you like saying the bendy thing a lot, huh? You well, like, that's all they were saying. You like bendy, huh? <laughs> he likes to bend around you that like edge. You bendy men, huh? <laughs> fucking weirdo. This guy's a weirdo, bro. He likes fucking bendy He bends men. to the left, John. He's bending to the left, bro. <laughs> My God. I, w- but yeah, I, would I, I, would, I would give their draft like a C plus, B minus, somewhere in that range. Okay. Just because it's like, yeah, it, it was a boring draft. Yeah. But it was a necessary draft. Mine's boring as fuck. I, I, from everything that I read, most of their picks they reached. Mozzie was a little bit of a reach. Well, Cause he was one of the only ones that wasn't that much of a reach. Because with him, I saw him go in like the beginning of the second a lot. Yeah. And, again, he's still a good player. Yeah. That's the thing. If it's like you're reaching like something like the Patriots did last year, I'm like... Okay, that that's a different. That's like you're like overdrafting by like two rounds here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they did technically say that about the Cowboys when they drafted Frederick too, when they took him with the thirty first pick or whatever. And they were like, I had him as going in the early in the third round. Like they could have gotten him for a while, and I was like, yeah, well, he's an all time pro. So I guess <laughs> that fucked up in your yeah. ways. Um, the thing I will say is their weak, their weakest part of their defense was interior, and he's right. a big boy. Yeah, from what I've read, from what I've seen, from what I've watched, got me to to like the pick a lot more. Because right. I was like, you know what, you're taking it more serious that nose tackle, and I'm I'm cool with it. It was a it was a big need. Yes, it was a big need. Everyone focused on the tight end. I actually didn't think the tight end was as that big of a need, um, and I didn't think running back was that big of a need. Um, it's just tight end. They didn't get who, anybody they really wanted. I would have liked to see you guys take a tight end. I, I thought, I think what happened was they got a little fucked, and everybody got taken that they that they really wanted. I mean, they'll tell us whatever. And then they went yeah. with uh, Luke Shoemaker. Yeah. Which I heard was a, a bit of a reach. Big kid, good blocker, but you'd like to see... I would have liked to see them maybe take the tight end in the first round and then try to get back up for Mozzie in the second. Possibly, possibly. And then when they went linebacker... Uh, in, in the third round from Texas, it's kind of small, but I heard he's very, he heard he's fast as hell. Um, it just every pick, you just a lot of people are like, yeah, depth, yeah, good. When you're a good team, you can afford to reach places because you don't, yeah, you don't need the immediate game changer. Yeah, and they, they their last two picks, they drafted running back and, and wide receiver. Which you should always take a running back in the late rounds. You might as well take a running back. Ever. Every year, you might as you well. Might, you might as well. Yeah. Um, wish it was an emotional moment because draft his son. Yeah, they drafted the guy's son. Yeah. So that was cool. He's a small son of a bitch. I didn't realize how small he was. <laughs> five five. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, I was like, bro, Darian Sproles is taller than you. Oh my god. Um, everyone's like, bro, you ready to get this juice? This guy is fucking good. I was like, we'll see. Yeah, we'll chill the fuck out, okay, guys? <laughs> like, let's chill the fuck out. I'm not doubting it, but like, chill it's the like fuck out. It's like he's a fifth round pick or whatever he was. Sixth, sixth round. I'm like, you're a sixth round pick. Relax. So it's like, um, hmm. they went more defensive heavy, which I was like, I think everybody had their head scratching on that. But somebody brought up a good point. They're like, well, maybe you look at it this way. This is an interesting route. Maybe the Cowboys realize their strongest suit is defense and not quarterback. Therefore, what if we built a stellar defense 
But you already have a good defense. Better. That's the thing, too. Let's get better. <laughs> because the one thing yeah. was that you could run on us. Yeah. So what if we don't allow you to run? Exactly. Stuff the middle and then... And now we can, you know... Yes, I look at it that way. Yeah, okay, that's that's an interesting point, too. Sure. You bring up that point, that's an interesting one. People go, oh, that's interesting. What, he... Huh, well, you're not going to get Dak any, any more weapons. Well, you could look at it as... We gave him I all pay, the weapons I, in the world. I pay you enough, right? I pay you money that you should make everybody look good, right? Yeah. You know, and you don't know what Jalen Talbert's going to look like in year two. You hope to God it's something better. Uh, the kid that they drafted in the seventh round from South Carolina, I think he was his teammate. Um, they said he's a he's a uh, a tough kind of guy, you know, yeah. kind of big bodied, kind of like that. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to get too excited. Yeah. I mean, you can, but I, I won't. Like, I... Personally, it, their draft looked like a, a, a C minus C. Yeah, I think I said Mike Tipman for the Jets. It's Joe Tipman. Joe Tipman. Yeah, did I say Mike? Do, I don't. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's Joe Tipman. Well, if you didn't say Joe, you don't know your team, so you're a loser. <laughs> you might as well take down that flag now. <laughs> you clearly don't know your team. Um, you're joking. But yeah, Pittsburgh got really good value in their draft. They took a they big offense tackle. Do they fucking do? They took Joey Porter's son. I saw that coming. In the second round. Saw that coming. He, that kid fell in the second round, which I, I'm yeah. very It was another surprised. one that was kind of linked to the Cowboys. Yeah. Because everyone was like, well, what if they did go get another corner? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Do you need one? Yeah, I like their draft. Philly's draft was very good, too. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them, the piece of shit. I don't think the Giants were too, too bad. I thought, they got a, I thought they got a nice steal in the third round at wide receiver. They also took, they took John Michael Schmitz, too. The center yes. that I wanted. So yeah. I'm like, look, you fucking... He fell, which I was a little well surprised, surprised. But, yeah. I mean, look, you got two new centers in New York. Well, everybody's so. going to get rowdy now. <laughs> watch but, out. So, yeah, watch the out. The clash of centers. The fucking attack of centers, bro. <laughs> this guy. What a fucking loser. Yeah, the Giants had guy. a good draft, too. I didn't mind it. But, I mean, th- that team has... They still have holes. No, they got a lot of holes. So it's like... They got a lot of holes. Especially the the weapons on offense. Well, that's a, like their third round pick. I, I thought he was kind of a steal. I thought he was going to go in the second round. He's fast. Jalen like Hyatt, right? Yeah, he's really yeah. fast. Um, you know, they've they've drafted smart over the last couple of years, and it's yeah. and it's paid off for them. So you know, you I just got to keep building it. I think you've guys drafted pretty smart. I just the Cowboys the Cowboys hit on so many first round picks that I just kind of trust their process. Exactly. I'm just that, like that's kind of what it is okay. at this point. Like. Like, the last bad first-round pick I could think of off the top of my head was Taco Charlton. And that one will eat at me alive all day because they <laughs> passed on Watt instead. Because mm. they went with him and then Watt went next. And I was like, you fucking losers. You could have <laughs> fucking had him. But maybe if they had Watt, they didn't draft Parsons like yeah. two years later. True. I don't know. Possibly. The butterfly effect. But friend. imagine that, though. Parsons and Watt. Oh, my God. Give me that Bosa. wouldn't even be fair. Give me Nick Bosa, too. We're gonna fucking dominate him and his I heard their draft wasn't good. San Francisco. Granted, they I, don't need to be. I didn't really look at it. Well, I think they drafted the kicker in the third round. <laughs> but it's important though. Not so, third. Not third you round. You tell important. me. Okay. Well, if you're missing fucking, if you're only making seventy five percent of your field goals, you'll tell me. I'm just being honest. If because yeah, he, I heard not, he's like the best one. But not in the third. Uh, so Patrick Janikowski was a first round pick. Yeah, I understand that. He was a. First round pick, I Nick. First. Understand. Do you realize but, how what, absurd that is? I understand. The goat himself, first round pick. But they drafted a robot. That's the thing. <laughs> He's nasty. And then they drafted a punter, I think, like in the fifth round. So it's like it was the first team to draft a kicker and a punter in the same one since Oakland did it. I'm like, I for just Janikowski and Shane Leckler, and not for nothing. Those two were nasty, though. No, yeah, especially Shane Leckler. But. At the same time, it's just like in the third round, there's still a lot of value on the table, and you left it out. Well, they're like, uh, we don't need it. That's that's Jake, true. You know they what? can get what? away with it because fuck it, we don't need it because they're not. They don't need a lot of things. So like we we fucking we rock. <laughs> We're the best. But um, We're yeah, I I think Philly, Pittsburgh, and Arizona are probably the three biggest winners. I think they can go fuck themselves, Philadelphia. That's what I think. I think Philadelphia can go <laughs> And they fuck. drafted the, the corner Keely Ringo, too. Another part of that Georgia defense. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> fuck them. The goddamn Philadelphia Bulldogs over here. I'm done with you. Those bastards. I'm done with you. You're going to lose again. But we also did. We're coming for their heads. We also did get one more big piece of news. Lamar's back in Baltimore. It happened. When I landed and I saw it. The one. It was 
just went like this to me. I was like, what the fuck? And everyone's like, oh, you didn't see that? I was like, we just landed! <laughs> what do you mean I didn't see it? Like, when did you all turn on your phones? I don't get it. I'm fucking lost. When was I supposed to turn mine on? Yeah, but um, they, they got it done. It had to. And I think somebody was saying he probably realized, okay, all right, he, this is... Well, he waited till the Jalen Hurts contract got done. Yeah. So that's... I don't know if that's what he was waiting for. It's possible. It's possible. But, I mean... They both, they all got bank. I mean, look, you need a quarterback in this league. You do, but now your quarterback has to perform. Exactly. It goes both ways. Now, okay, you got... It's just... It's funny. Every All these contracts, I'm like, eh, it doesn't make Prescott's look that bad. It that's, makes it look more manageable now. Manageable. Exactly. Manageable. But at the same time, it's just like, you would kind of... Who's more proven at this point? Is it Lamar or is it Jalen? Jalen's gotten you to a Super Bowl. But on the other hand, Lamar's got you an MVP. You'd probably say Jalen still. You'd probably say Right? Jaylen. Like, you, you'd, you'd rather build say, around yeah, Jalen. Because he's he's kind of shown to be a little bit better of a thrower. Yeah. More consistent of a thrower. But athletically, Lamar's on another level. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Lamar's, like, disgusting. But Lamar, that, for Baltimore, I don't think it was ever... A question of getting him back in the building. I think they always wanted him back in that building. Well, now they do, and now it's like now, now you hope for their sake that like they can mend any little like yeah. Because this was ugly. This wasn't was. pretty. This got ugly. Yeah. So but now I, you just hope. But again, I think it got ugly because he didn't have an agent speaking. Yeah. Because it's like now you're taking everything that the agent hears. Yeah. You're telling it right to the player's face. Like yeah. we don't we don't know if we believe in you. And as a player, you don't want to fucking hear that. You're no. like. I want the team to be all in on me. Exactly. So it's like that's where having an agent can like kind of like shift through the minds a little bit. Yeah. And just get you to a place where, okay, we agree on this, we agree on this, let's do it. Yeah. Where it's him, it's just like he's just taking personal taxes because it's like you don't think I'm good enough for yeah. and his a mom contract is probably like this. sitting there saying to him. Exactly. It's just like, they well, don't well, well they don't value you, so go get go get your value somewhere else. Yeah. And, again, I agree. Go get your fucking value. Go get what you think you're worth. Yeah. But when that doesn't happen, and teams aren't going to be blowing up your phone with no. big contracts. But they also. It's going to say a lot. His was a little different. No, yeah. Because they knew that they were going to have to give up so much for him. Exactly. Um, but you have to. He He's. That Ravens team is not as good without him on that team. No, it's not. It's not at all. I'm just saying it. it's it's tough. It's a tough sell. Yes, it's a tough sell in their in their. But position. he he's your franchise guy. You have to give him the money. And now you know, like um, Baltimore is going to be under some pressure this year because absolutely you, you signed him back. You got OBJ, who's not a number one. <laughs> it's it's so obvious. Um, you got J.K. Dobbins, you know, and Mark Andrews. You want to see what you can do. Exactly. Um, I, st- I still think one of the biggest pressured teams going into this season is the Jets. It has to be. I think I think it's I think it's fair too. I don't think it's like yeah, it's not unwarranted. It's, it's like no, it's you went out and you got Aaron Rodgers. So exactly. You better like now go win. win. You have to go win. Like and look from everything that I've seen, he's he's all in. He's he's starting to embrace that that New York life. I saw Dude, really quick. Went to the Ranger game. Went to the he, Knicks game. He's at the Knicks game right now. Oh, he's still he's again. Yeah, and he's doing he's doing like off season like training programs and stuff with everybody. So. Yeah. Wow, he's really sucking dick out there, huh? This guy. I mean, look. Yeah, I think he bought, I think he just bought a four million dollar home too. <laughs> Good for fucking him. Life's hard. Life's <laughs> difficult. And I think his cap hit. I think is only like a million dollars. I don't know. He's gonna still be making fifty. So it's, it's something. I don't care. I don't care what his cap hit is. That boy's gonna be making fifty something million. Oh, dollars. not money out of my fucking pocket. Not money. Yeah. Look, Woody Johnson owns the fucking New York Jets. You can give him a hundred million dollars. You can afford it. Yeah. You can afford it. Pay up. Pay up, buddy. And for a team that's so desperate to win, you give it. Write the goddamn check. You'll, you 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 would have given him a building, buddy. But no, I I do like that he's kind of embracing everything right now. It was very surreal. Looking at him wearing a jet sweatshirt, walk, walking into the building. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, it's actually real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you saw you're like, <laughs> oh yeah. Like, imagine if I would have if I would have like showed you that picture and be like, by the way, this is like in the future. You've been like, how far into the future? Yeah, you've been like, John, it's next year, right? Like, nah, he's like 45. <laughs> like, you, like mm. I don't want to wait another you're 20 like, I'll years. fucking take it. I'm gonna jet up. <laughs> Oh, and Rodgers compares Garrett Wilson to Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams. Okay, let me finish, you piece I know, of shit. I know, I know, I know. Asshole. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Yankees suck. We don't need to talk about that. 
Bro. We don't need to talk about them. They they honestly suck. <laughs> like, so, their 2022 trade deadline pickups, Andrew Benatelli, Benatelli his season-ending injury September 2nd. Uh, then Scott Efos had TJ surgery in October. Right. Harrison Bader missed all of April. Yep. Uh, Frankie Montas has gotten sh- shoulder surgery in yep. February. And now we just found out that uh, the one relief pitcher, Lou Trevino, needs TJ surgery. Correct. And Judge is hurt. And I think Stanton's hurt, too, if I'm not Well, mistaken. Stanton's been hurt. Stanton, Stanton's been hurt. Well, I mean, that's really nothing new. Nothing at all. I <laughs> People were surprised about people were surprised about the whole um, him hitting the IL, meaning Judge, because they would say it's nothing serious, and even he, like, didn't think it was that serious. And That's like the Aaron Boone thing. <laughs> oh, it's not that serious. Two days later. <laughs> Done for the season. He's going on IL for ten days. I'm like, cool. That's great. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> That's that's so awesome. I guess it's not that serious. I think they really do it so that they can bring somebody up. Yeah. That's why I think they do it. I get it, but it's still go suck it. And then Aaron Boone blew the game last night. Blew oh, yes. Uh, Cleveland, right? Jermaine, Jermaine was fucking eight and a third of an inning with two hits. Something like that. Dude, it's, like, it's how this baseball shit works now. I was like, what are you doing? And they took him out. Get, Three runs. <laughs> yep, gave it and up. And they lost. I was like, thank you for that. Thank you so much. Believe me, I'm I'm right there with you, man. No, I'm I'm really starting to get tired of my manager. No, you're not. I am. No, you're not. Look, I've I've defended him on a lot of things. Uh, he got you rings. You're safe. He's a safe. A ring. He he got you a ring. He's safe. I don't know, man. You were desperate. Well, of course, we were desperate, but even though you were like been like the favorite for like seven years. Exactly. So I mean. So. And his decisions have cost the team a lot of playoff games. Oh, for a lot of years. So. And Aaron Boone sucks. Well, I mean. They decided to extend him, so I'm like, garbage. It's all analytical, man. He's garbage. Christ Almighty, I fucking hate everything I got about fucking it. savages in the box. Yeah, well, none of them are in the box, <laughs> so I guess nobody's a savage then, buddy. Dude, he sucks. I hate him. I'm not not a fan. Get him out. Out. Fire him now. <laughs> make make DJ the manager. Fuck it. <laughs> well, <laughs> make me the manager. I'll come in and I go. Listen. Hey. I'll know a fucking thing, but get on that field and go win. Y'all fucking suck. Go prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all fucking suck. Go prove me wrong. Oh, get man. The fuck, get the fuck out of here. All righty, Johnny. Let's wrap this puppy up. I got to go make dinner. He's going to go make dinner. Fajita night. Because he's boring. I'm not boring. Uh, you're boring. Oh, God. Stripper told you you're boring. You must be boring. Yeah, I was boring because I didn't have fucking money to shove in her asshole. Well, that <laughs> sucks. Maybe you should have shoved your tongue. No, 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 that's fucking foul. I don't know. Maybe you should have just shoved your tongue in her ass. No, I'm good. That's Maybe disgusting. That's what, that's what she wanted. I don't no. know. Then she should have said that to me. And you would have still been like, no. She would have been like, you're boring. Bro, I can't. I don't know. That's dirty to me. She would have been like, you're so mid, bro. <laughs> Yo, get the fuck out of my house. Get out. This guy. It's so mid. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's so stupid. Nobody says it like that. Only you. No. You fucking, fucking losers say it's only mid. It's so mid. Losers. Okay. <laughs> You're a loser. All right, John. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Mons. I can save your life one tweet at a time. He sends out mid tweets. <laughs> My <laughs> tweets are way better than yours. <laughs> I don't really send out tweets. Yeah, because you're boring. My tweets are gas. <laughs> Dude, get out! Get out! You won't end it. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, dbor2730, dbor2730. Follow the show, Brotherhood Podcasting, on all major podcasts and social media platforms, TikTok and Instagram especially. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Catch you on the flippity flip, gas. Where's my fucking mouse? (laughs) You're so mid. (laughs)